This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a pothead Wednesday hump day, we got a phone in in a couple of minutes, you heard him at the noon hour, he wants to be your congressperson for the new 24th district, Mario Frato, uh, calling in uh, probably in about the next eight or so minutes, then of course Wednesday also means Joe Stanley, well I will ask him what's the deal with people crossing over the line? The invisible line in the middle of a two-way lane. In fact, I'll share what I'm talking about with you before we talk to either of them because it's really something that I just noticed in recent recent months. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we try to make things interesting here. This is the one hour we kind of like walk away from syndicated programming. This is the Republican Network of Northern New York, otherwise known as AM 1240, the News and Talk Authority. Okay. So, like I mentioned, Mario's calling in. He's got a big uh, rally tomorrow. I don't know if it's going to, you know, uh, garner uh, like uh, uh, enough people like what RFK had back in the '66 when he ran for senator. Uh, he had a little bit more of a name recognition back then. But Mario will be up here next uh, or tomorrow, rather. But he's going to be calling in a little bit to talk about it. Uh, yeah, the, I, I don't know about you, but every now and then, you ever notice th- trends happen in your life, or things happen more often than not. And uh, yesterday, uh, I was driving, maybe it was the day before, doesn't matter. I was driving along, and I noticed a lot of people crossing over on oncoming, uh, crossing over the invisible line. (coughs) Here I go again. And I I was on Palmer Street the other day, and some guy made a swing into the uh, parking lot where the liquor store is. And he he, he swung into my lane as if he was driving a tractor trailer, and he wasn't driving anything more than than a Subaru. Uh, but I just, it's weird how the, it's, it's, it's frightening, but I notice it more and more. I'm not being paranoid. I'm not on LSD or anything else. But if, have you noticed that? I wanted to offer that as a question today. When you're driving down a, a two-lane road, it could be Arsenal. Well, Arsenal Street is bigger, but nonetheless, like a side street. doesn't matter. We, we're on it at least six times a day. We all live on a city block or a town or city or somewhere or other where there's cars coming in the opposite direction. I've just noticed this this horrible, horrible trend of people either just not knowing that they're crossing over the invisible line. It's uh, it, it's like playing chicken with someone who's c- clueless. And never at any given time was anyone on like their phone or texting somebody. It's just people have a tendency lately <coughs> to cross over. It's weird. Very weird. Let's go to the phone. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, Glenn, just quickly. Uh, yeah. On sports, I know it's not a sports show, but that's okay. What have you seen 
the second half that we didn't see the first half on the Yankees. Have you noticed anything, yeah. Major? Uh, yeah. I, I, Nose dive is unbelievable. It's me. it's it's awful. And I, I one thing I can say, I'm just glad it's not happening in September. They still have time to get out of this, but it's it's not just a Yankee thing. But I'll just associate it with the Yankees swinging. You know, batters swinging for the seats, not playing small ball. Uh, a couple of guys in and out of the lineup. Yes, Stanton's been a big loss, uh, but uh, again, you got guys like Aaron Hicks. It's completely clueless. He should not be on the team. He certainly shouldn't be a starter. And I just think what we saw in the first. And remember, they stumbled out of the gate. And then they just were on a tear. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I followed baseball for 50 years. Yeah. Yankees it, alone, you know. I didn't think Stanton would make that much of a difference, but my God, he makes a hell of a difference in that lineup. He does. Uh, and and, and you got a manager that won't kick anybody in the butt. Gleyber Torres should have had his ass kicked two or three months ago. Yeah. Half the time, his game, he's not in the game mentally. He makes more mental mistakes on a field than I've ever seen for a young guy. Very talented player. Yeah, yeah. you got to get on, guys. And, yeah. uh, that's not going to happen with this guy as your manager. No, I agree. But I, never, I, I can't see him winning tonight with Kluber pitching. Another guy throws junk. Yeah. They don't hit junk pitchers. He plays the corners. Right. Very crafty guy. I can't see him winning tonight. Yeah, and, uh, and, and they always talk about how, like, oh, we need new pitching. P- pitching is not the problem. Pitching's all good the last four. It's been good all season. I mean, with occasional problems here, there, that's going to happen. In a I've never season. seen a turnaround like this. I see many slumps. You're going to have many slumps. Yeah. But the second half has been a total disaster for yeah. everything. They're like 15 games on the 500 since the All-Star game. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I can't see this team winning anything, Glenn. But who, no, no. You know? I think they're just sitting on their laurels and their big start. Uh, they're still, what, nine and a half, ten games over Toronto. Hey, you know what? This could be our 19th. This, we could be the Boston Red Sox right now in 1978 where they had a 13 and a half game lead in mid-August and then blew it, uh, as we know. Yeah, it looks like history. Baltimore might win the division the way they're playing. And, they're playing and, better and, than anybody. And, and it all depends. You know, The most important time to play baseball is after the uh, All-Star break. And Absolutely. that's exactly what okay. Baltimore's doing. Thank okay, you. Glenn. Thank you very much. Yep. It's Bye. gotten to the point where they're literally cutting people's hair and getting more, uh, I guess, attention out in the bleachers at Yankee Stadium. That, someone was getting their hair cut in the bleachers last night. I didn't get the game. It wasn't on Spectrum. And when that happens, I just give up and watch Fox News and get, get really annoyed uh, with the returns on uh, Liz Cheney's, uh, uh, you know, obvious, obvious loss. We knew going in uh, to her primary, we've been talking about it now for weeks, that once the Wyoming primary, whoever thought that we would actually care about a Republican primary in the state of Wyoming with one area code, the, the least populated state in the nation, by the way, less than Alaska, uh, a massive uh, uh, area of our country. And every, all eyes were on uh, Liz Cheney last night. The bottom line is this. Liz Cheney was just lazy. She got there on her father's name. She's not even from Wyoming originally. I think she's from or was raised in Virginia. Definitely has the Beltway attitude. Uh, and uh, and it's amazing because she says she's going to run for president. It's it's such a farce because you know it, it, immediately I start thinking, well, how can you run for president against the incumbent? And and, and then I, I have to remind myself that of course she's an allegedly rather Republican. So her speech last night, she referenced Lincoln, and a lot of people jumped on her for that. Uh, the 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 best is yet to come. She just gave up. She did. And uh, so she's gone. But th- does that make a di- difference? We'll have to see. She'll just be yet another arrow in the quiver against Trump, like so many other people. Trump doesn't have a chance. I hate to say that. I sound like uh, Johnny Fontaine. Says, nah, it's too late. It's too late. 
But he's got so many enemies. So many enemies. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn, it's Mario Frato. How you doing? Mr. Mario Frato, how you doing? And tomorrow is the big day. I heard you today. Uh, and Oh, you know what? I just found a flyer, and I left it in the car. I just got it mailed to my house. I was going to reference it, but you can help me out with that because you want to be our congressperson for the new 24th District, Mario, and at the same time, uh, you, you know, uh, incumbent, if you can call Claudia Tenney the incumbent of the new 24, which is weird because it's, it's all shuffled and whatnot, but she is the sitting congressperson. But in your flyer, and you've said it before, that you feel that uh, Congresswoman uh, uh, Claudia Tenney is, in fact, not a true conservative. Is that correct, uh, Mary? That's 100% correct. And it's not. Don't just take my word for it. Look it up yourself. I don't want anybody to vote for me unless they're informed. And the bottom line is she has an F conservative rating from Conservative Review, 53% score, which means she votes with the liberal position 47% of the time which puts her tied with Liz Cheney, according to Conservative Review. Right. So Liz Cheney's a so is Claudia Tenney. And not only that, right. according to the American Conservative Union, um, Tenney's rated 186 out of 208 House Republicans for being And um, I believe Liz Cheney's in the 160s or so. So she's actually lower than Cheney, according to that. Well, but that's yeah. on the same level with Cheney. So, but in defense, and again, just to be fair, I mean, it was you know Liz Cheney made a made a point of it last night after an abysmal loss uh, that she just couldn't go along with the with with the, the new Republican Party and walk away in her in her in her mind at least walk away from the January sixth uh, as if nothing was wrong with that. So she she felt like she had to abandon the the, the Trump Republicans. Is is that a good thing for for I mean, it's not a good thing for Liz Cheney. But is it, is it a good thing to get on the Trump bandwagon? Remember, Claudia Tenney has the steadfast endorsement of former President Donald Trump. So it is, is good and bad to all of this. I mean, it's, it's, it all depends on where you, where you look at this, Mario. But uh, when, when you say that she's got worse standing than, than Liz Cheney, she still has the endorsement from Donald Trump. So what, 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 what do you think about that? Hey, Glenn, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's a bad connection. I want to make sure because we're in the car. We're in the car. So it's on and out. We're heading to a uh, rally here in Fulton. Right. Um, but I think what matters is the policy. Because, look, you can you can admire um, anybody you want and endorse anybody, but the bottom line is who's the right. Jeepers. We're getting a bad connection. Let's see if he can call back in because I don't think. Yeah. Mario, do me a favor. Can you call back in? We might get a better line if you call right back in. I'll put you on, okay? Okay. Okay. Just in case. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. But there's nothing worse than a call that goes in and out. You're trying to have a conversation. It's just annoying. And it's annoying for me. And equally, if not more important, it's annoying for you to listen to. So let's see what happens. I was listening to one of the syndicated shows today or yesterday. And the guy allowed someone to talk for a good minute or so. And it was the worst connection ever. I had to leave. I had to go somewhere else. As if I can't get enough of Republican radio, I have to go somewhere else. I turn into Regis Philbin, I ask you. So uh, let's see if Mario can at least call back on a new line. So these guys, you know, again, the, the, the district is so large, it's so massive. I mean, just, you know, just going door to door for a city council race, that's enough in itself. Imagine traveling over 16 counties from Niagara Falls uh, through central New York and up here. That's very, very difficult. So who knows where, where Mario is now. But just uh, to preface this, tomorrow, I believe, at 4 o'clock, he's got a rally in Public Square uh, right there in the center there. 
Now, again, w- before Mario even calls, and Mario knows better than I do or anyone uh, uh, as of now that this is an uphill battle. Someone during the hotline show today was talking about how, you know, he just doesn't have name recognition. And the only one person that we obviously do recognize is Claudia Tenney. Uh, not just from this show, but uh, she makes a lot of appearances on uh, on national TV. See, like, you know, when Liz Cheney, you know, she gets, she gets in because of her last name and she's out in a sparse area of a bunch of cowboys out there and, you know, Kevin Costner's of the world. That was, it was, she was in like Flynn. She has some bucks behind her, uh, but she defied that. That's a rare situation. And the reason why I say that is because once you do get in and as long as you don't get, you know, really screw up, uh, have relations with your interns like other, other uh, New York Congress people did in recent years, you don't get into some type of controversy. Uh, you don't put a gun in your, in your possession when you're entering an airport. You don't do stupid things. Uh, and uh, I, I don't expect anything dumb coming out of uh, 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 Claudia Tenney's uh, camp or, for that matter, uh, Elise Stefanik. They, they seem to be very steadfast. And to, so I'm saying that, and, and by the way, Claudia did lose just a, a, term, away, a term ago. Uh, she did lose one term against... Uh, the, the guy that later ran for judge, I, I'm forgetting his name right now. So it's not a guarantee. But once someone does get in there, they really have to mess up for someone like Mario Frado to, to replace him or to be at the right place at the right time. I'm forgetting the woman's name that just defeated uh, Liz Cheney last, last night in the Republican uh, uh, primary. But that's just great timing. She's like the, uh, uh, the Mark Walzik of Wyoming. I mean, two, two years ago, whoever ran against uh, uh, Liz Cheney lost by over 75 points. But that was before she jumped on the Mitt Romney bandwagon and defied the new Republican Party after January 6th. So it went completely in the opposite direction. So now, and if we keep track of obviously the general election in, uh, for the Wyoming uh, winner, more than likely she'll win that. There's no question. And then when she does win it, and she, you know, she'll probably remain congressperson for a very, very long time. This is why people want uh, term limits. Maxine Waters, for instance, she's been in there since the early 90s. Uh, Kinziger, I believe, is finally, he is retiring. He wasn't there that long. But he, I just can't wait till he gets out. Uh, but it, it's, a, it's a cushy job, especially if you come from urban America. You know, Jesse Jackson Jr., he was, uh, no, we got I'm getting a text here. Let's see, this might be from Mario. Uh, no, it's not. Something about Aaron Hicks. and calling back in a few. Okay. And I'll just say, okay. This, this Mario's calling back in a few. And that was at 520. So he's obviously in a bad spot. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I, I'm all over the place. But uh, this is what happens when you get distracted with a bad phone call. Then you start making things up as you go along. But uh, the big story, obviously, Liz Cheney. And uh, now, ultimately, she's going to be a contributor to either CNN or MSNBC or both and badmouth the ex-president of the United States. This is what the left just can't walk away from. You know, they'll, they'll mention everything now h- here and there about what's going on in the world. Zero inflation for the month of uh, July, which is a bunch of nonsense. Um, the, the jobs report, um, this, that, and the other thing. But, they, they'll fail, they, but the main focus is how can we make certain that uh, 45 doesn't run again. I, I've never seen, again, this is unprecedented, pardon the pun, but we'll never see this again, hopefully not, where there will be, if, if somehow or other Republican ever becomes president again in the United States, uh, that once he is shunned or thrown out of office uh, you know, in, through an election or an impeachment, uh, that uh, they'll make such an effort to keep him from running ever again, or her for that matter. 
Uh, what, we're, what we're witnessing right now is something we'll never, hopefully never experience again. But this is an error of Donald Trump. The man came down the escalator. At that point, uh, you know, we just figured uh, Hillary Clinton was finally going to become president of the United States after waiting so long. You know, it was her turn. Right now, she's supposed to be in her second term. But no, no, we're in a completely different world under a 79-year-old cognitively challenged president uh, that really should not be there. And uh, his wife is probably more enamored for being the, the first lady uh, and realizing, of course, that her husband's husband should not be running the free world. But that's where we are. And uh, all they're stuck on, including Liz Cheney, just in, in her concession speech last night uh, to the world, uh, she's more focused on Donald Trump and, and her own future as opposed to the needs of her own constituents. It's pretty sad. It really is. I, and I, I don't know where we go from here. I, I, for one, I mentioned this just two days ago when I came back, that uh, I, I just don't, I, 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 I feel like throwing my hands up in the air like I just don't care. I don't, at, at the end of the day, it just won't matter. New data, or new, new stats uh, uh, suggest at least that, uh, yes, the Republicans will take over the House, and the, and, but they won't take over. There's a 61% chance of the, that the uh, uh, Democrats will stay there, will remain there. And crazy stories, too. <coughs> About how, you know, there's a lot of uh, voting going on in Congress where it's done in proxy, uh, done online or over a phone, where you don't have to come to the, uh, to the Capitol building itself. A lot of people are abusing that. So this whole post-COVID era where people got so accustomed to not working at all, uh, not showing up in the morning and, and not punching. And look, I, I, if, if I can live without a, a, a somehow or other without working, I would too. But it's a poor reflection when Congress people just, just stay at home in, in their own district, wherever the hell they are, and vote from a distance and say, well, I don't want to get COVID. When we know, uh, despite the fact that the president and the first lady have had COVID, what, three times now in the last six months, uh, it is not the threat that it was over two years ago. And yet they're still sitting on that. They're still saying, you know, and you will eventually... They'll come up with a new variant, or maybe you know, monkeypox will go so out over will be so overwhelming, uh, where they'll have to change the rules again for the general election to come November. We'll have to see. I can't wait to see how they do this. The biggest thing is, you know, will I mean it's two years from now, but will Joe Biden run again? How are they going to squeeze Pete Buttigieg in there? That's the question. How do they do it? It's a tough. It's a it's a tough exchange because Kamala Harris can't do it, but you just can't walk in there and say, "Well, we're going to replace you with a white male." I said, "Well, you can if the white male is of a different orientation." So we'll have to see how they squeeze that. The only other person I can see getting in there after she loses miserably again is Stacey Abrams, because Stacey will lose her second bid as governor uh, come this uh, election in November down there in the great state of Georgia. But uh, the, the, the moves that the Democrats will have to make uh, come the second, time, uh, second half of Biden's term will be very, very interesting. All right, so now Mario's still having problems calling back in here. We don't know where he is. But, uh, and, and Joe Stanley's going to be chiming in, too, in a little bit. So let's do this. Let's walk away for the moment, do a commercial break. We'll be back right after this. Roof looking older than you are, finding more tiles than you're looking. The people who call you back. All right, well, I'm back. Mario's not, and uh, I'm assuming uh, Joe will be calling in any moment. And, you know, I had somebody text, text me cons- consistently over the last couple of weeks about a question that you wanted me to ask Joe. And now I don't have that question in front of me. 
sorry about that. Uh, but I will talk about uh, this whole trend of Glenn Curry's. And I, Glenn Curry has this crazy way of looking at things. Every now and then, I just go through like a you know, if, 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 like if I get stopped for like uh, speeding or rolling through a red light, whatever, different things that Glenn Curry might be accused of. Every now and then, I, it happens in bunches. Like a week or two later, I'll be stopped for something else. So I, I I've been on hiatus a long time. You know, uh, the men in blue have, have stayed away from me. I, I you know I'm driving around on my little box. I'm no threat to society. I'm not driving this big ass truck. You know, with uh, you know, big wheels, loud. I'm just just minding my own business. Sometimes that helps, but then all of a sudden you'll start. So it happens. You know, little stuff like, you know, your shoelaces become untied. You ever notice that? I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't double up on my on my knot for some reason because I'm an idiot and I wasn't a, I, was, I wasn't a Boy Scout by any means. Uh, but I'll notice, like, you know, there will be a trend, like for like four or five days straight. I'll look down and my shoes are untied. It's like, well, how'd that happen? Well, at the outset, I was talking about how I noticed in the last six, seven months, it's been a long time now, and, and it comes, it, some days it's worse than others, that people have a tendency to cross the line. And I'm pretty good at saying, oh, the crossing the line, what are you doing? You get out of my lane. Get off my lawn. And I don't have one of those cars with sensors. You know, I, I mean, I have nothing. It's me or, or uh, you, know, another, you know, another vehicle streaming at me. And then I got to get the hell out of the way. No warning. Nothing's going to warn me. So I wanted to ask Joe that what is, is there, what is it, I mean, someone texted me earlier. You, you could be distracted by te- texting, <laughs> of course. But no, it just seems like there's a corner right there where the old Crescent Pizza was off Arsenal Street. Probably the busiest intersection in town, or one of them, at the other side of Arsenal Street. So while you're waiting for a light to make a left-hand turn like everybody else is, uh, to get back onto Arsenal Street. And typically, this is the route people take when they're coming over from Massey Street. If you notice, there's a lot of people that make a huge swing around there. I don't get it. And by the way, I've been at that corner now for over 33 years. It hasn't changed since I got here. Same ugly buildings. It's really not the best part of town. Actually, sometimes I feel like it's just getting worse. Uh, but for some reason or other, cars swing around like, like, they're, like they're driving tractor trailers. And it's it's un- it's unnerving. It really is. So let's see what we have here. Let's see if this is Joe. Uh, no, it's somebody else. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. I'm back, buddy. It's Mario. Mario. Hey, Mario. Your name shows up as Rocky. Yeah, that's you know what we had it 20 years ago. We got one of those family plans, and if we change our plans, we never get this package back. So we're still on the grandfathered in through AT and T. Isn't that something? Well, now, Mario, I do have someone calling in right now. It's my normal call. But just give us an idea what tomorrow's rally is going to be uh, at, it's so at have, 4 o'clock. We have people coming to the public square at, at 4 p.m. Um, so it will be 4 p.m. in the public square tomorrow, the uh, 18th. Okay. And we're going to be doing like a meet and greet town hall. So I'll speak. Then we'll also take some questions um, from people there. We'll have signs available. People want to volunteer. Um, you know, it, basically just a, a nice campaign rally right there in the center of town. And then after, I believe we're going to make a couple other stops, tour some businesses, go meet with some people at the, I think it's the Italian American uh, Civic Center. Yeah. There. Good. Um, you know, but I, I'm really excited to get back up there. I've made a lot of good connections. Right. The people have been great. 
hopefully I can catch up with you too. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to be at the Italian American Club at six o'clock tomorrow. So I might be. I oh, maybe really? Yeah, I'm doing some video. T- they got their big Bravo Fest coming up uh, the following weekend uh, at the uh, the oh, Water Tower. I'll be there at the same time. Great. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, we get to from see you there. Four to five, and then we'll go over. There. Yeah. So I'll I'll see you over there. But yeah, maybe I can. Um, well, I guess I'll I'll try and call in tomorrow and maybe it, talk to Jeff. I just want to make sure. Sure, know. you want to make sure, and, and that's very yes. Do that. Do so because his show is on before. So it's four o'clock tomorrow, right in the center of Public Square tomorrow with Mario yeah. Frado, candidate for uh, against. Uh, well, for for congressperson, there's two other people, yes. but obviously you want more votes than uh, than uh, uh, Miss Tenney. That's right. Well, Mario, we wish it. yeah. So uh, we'll and uh, thanks for the call. And good luck, and I'll see you tomorrow at uh, the Italian American Club, sir. Okay, thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Mario. Thank you very yep. much. So let's just see. I got it. I I just got. I, I, while we were talking, I, I know this. This is this is when you do a radio show without a producer. That's all there is. This is how you do it. This is how we do. I gotta find Joe Stanley. There he is. Let's see. Please call. Please call. All right. There he goes. So we want. Oh. Hi, is this Joe? No, this is Jason. Oh, What's it's going on, Glenn? Jason, did you call during my call just moments ago? Did you call earlier? No, I just I just called up now. Okay. Um, but I'll make it fast for you. Oh, boy. I went to the sea council meeting, and I brought up the drag queen show. Yeah. And the special permit, and they, I believe they violated city code at 310-52-1. And it's adult use. Um, and some of the events they had was at, um, I believe it was at uh, Thompson Park and maybe the Paddock Arcade. Um, my issue, Clint, if three guys can't get on the bus hmm. and they have doctation, right. my car went in a child for about three weeks. So I had to go and find other transportation. Transportation. But Yes, but my issue is, why why is a city having favors hmm. or having favoritism towards other people? And me, Donnie, and stuff can't even ride the damn bus with a medical note. So, I mean, just so everyone knows that you are protesting the bus because, or the city bus, because they still want people wearing a mask on the bus while they're on it. And you guys say that's uh, correct, yes. <laughs> and then when you go on there, do you defy it? Do you purposely go on there without a mask? And, and, and at that point, do you you know create a stir and do people throw you off? Or? No, it's, no, it's not like that, Glenn. Is I have a doc, doctor's medical note. Plus, I took my COVID test and it came back negative. Okay. So I have all my doctation. Right. Uh, and I don't understand why. You know, certain individuals, they can get permits, they can enjoy the uh, rooms of this city. Right. But three guys that exercise their human rights. Three amigos. Can't even access the services they need. So how do you feel about a drag queen show in the city? Somehow that we went from, we go from a maskless, um, um, uh, uh, how do we go from that to a drag queen show? And by the way, explain to me why the, why the drag... I know Jeff's been talking about it. He's enamored with it. 
Mm-hmm. Why, why is that a topic? It, it, because someone wants to do it, and it's, it's, it's not allowed. It's allowed, but they won't bring in a male review for the ladies or the, or the normal stuff. Well, uh, why, no, why is this an there's issue? There's guys that dress up as women. They've been I, doing it I'm for years. When, when, before the, no, no, hold up, hold up. Before this, uh, the Bad Apple Saloon became the Bad Apple Saloon, Robert and the other owner did the, Sir- the girls from Syria, or the boys or men or whatever, the guys from Syria, they did that for years, and no one said anything about it. Why is it an issue now? Well, uh, a couple of years ago, they used to have an adult bookstore down here. I think it was by a church or by a school. They had a lot of controversy right. about that that particular business, adult business. Right. And the issue I have, Glenn, is it's in it's in public view in public areas. Where? Where? where, where wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Hold up. Where? Where is it going to be? Where are the Where is the drag queen uh, 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 show going to be? Well, they had a couple shows year um, this year, last year. Uh, Donnie looked it up and saw that they have actually have a flyer that I copied off right. um, where I got it from. But my issue is when you deal with kids, right. adults can do whatever they want to themselves. Where there's no victim, there's no crime. Right. Now, when you have adults in the park, Thompson Park, with family members, and they're just going around and you have a uh, drag queen show, right? and it said they violated Code 310-52.1. What's that, indecent exposure? Well, it's all use. Too many butt cheeks? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, days. go ahead. Too many butt cheeks? Too much, too much skin showing? What's that? What's that code suggest? Wait, you know, indecent exposure, Jason. Well, it's adult use, and um, well, it, it, it's some of the things that go on in the drag queen show. I've never been to one, right? Um, but some um, they do all kinds of sexual stuff. Right. I'm not going to mention why because I don't want to go graphic detail. Right. Uh, but that code. Uh, would prevent city code would prevent uh, entertainment, adult entertainment, from being performed in certain areas. And that would include Tom. Oh, so they're, they're proposing to just, just cure my ignorance, Jason, because this is frustrating. Where are they proposing on doing this? It sounds like they've already done it, and that you and others object to it because, quite frankly, you're, you're homophobic. But what? What? Where, where is this supposed to be? Well, no, Glenn. I'm not homophobic. I'm not against any particular race. But well, you're saying that kids um, might be influenced by this if somehow they get, they get to see see this show in person. Well, 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 they are. They are, Glenn. If you if you ever hear an interview, I watched a couple of interviews with some drag queen people. Yeah. They're human beings. Right. They can do whatever they want to another adult. I'm not saying they can't. Um, but when it involves kids in a zoo... And a friendly family zoo. Right. Even Cliff didn't understand that code. Right. And they might have violated uh, city code and city ordinance. Hmm. And Cliff and Cliff was there saying, "Well, we turn off the TV. You don't have to watch it." Right. And no. I, I, okay. Saying, now, all right. This all makes TV, sense. Yeah. All right. Wait. Hold up. Hold up. City. Hold up, Jason. So, all right. I do know about this now. I mean, I'm putting two and two together. They're proposing to do a, uh, a a drag queen show up at the zoo. Take it to the zoo, Rock, and uh, you know kids can see that instead of seeing the monkeys, 
they get to see a bunch of guys with uh, with ass cheeks in their in their uh, stilettos. I get it. Uh, and you're saying well, this this goes against your moral compass, and it's not good for kids well, if they no, see it. Well, no, it's city code, it's city ordinance, right, uh, Glenn? It has nothing to do with me. I just don't well, want you kids, object to it. Kids are around, right? Being desensitized, saying that's okay. Now, adult, they could do whatever they want. I'm not homophobe. I'm not yeah. against any community, right, or any no, particular group. Right, J- Jason. I got another call, but uh, I'm glad you brought it up. I, I am ignorant at this particular issue. I think you've cleared it up for me. I don't know why this. I mean, I know the zoo is trying their best to stay relevant, to stay in business, uh, and, and because you know it's tough to get anyone to do anything. Why they chose to do that—that's their prerogative. Uh, but it, needless well, to say, it's 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 well, a creative it sad, Glenn, because the director of the zoo in the city council meeting, I had my camera rolling, and I point out the guy that said hate speech, and his name on camera, uh, that gentleman. But the, the director, Zoo, was laughing. Hmm. And one last thing, I'll make it quick. He was laughing at you? The director of the zoo was, was laughing? laughing because of the drag show, yes. He oh. thinks it's funny. All right, well, um, it's probably his idea to do it. I mean, he's approving it, one right? One last thing. Yeah. In the Bible, I'm not no Bible. It's Bible in the scholar. Bible! The cock rode four what? times. It's in the Bible! Sorry, go ahead. One last thing, Glenn, yeah. is when the city promotes that activity going homosexuals, gays, and lesbians. Right. There's a story in the Bible where that city got burned with brimstone and fire. Okay. So if the sea wants to promote stuff like this... We're going to burn to death? Uh, Is that what you're saying? Is that the next line? We're going to oh, burn? Oh, God. Like Sodom yes, and Gomorrah? All right. All right. The God Fair enough. Yeah, the city always needed a good fire. All right. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Jason. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Donnie, so, the videographer. Jason was, you know, just talking about the drag shows. Let me rewind this, how this all got started. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay? We were around. So they were having a drag show at the zoo. Right. All right? And I went up there to Bible thump them. Okay. All right? So we're not homophobic. Homophobic means that you're scared of them. I'm not scared of them. They disgust me. Hmm. All right? It's a little homophobic. I no, mean, just but 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 Donnie to say to say they disgust you—that's a strong word. You got to admit. Well, it's true. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I don't I don't think Jesus wanted to be disgusted between each other. They might object to to certain policies in life and 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 wonder why you know you would do such a show in an area that is 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 uh, you know typically uh, where where kids go to see animals and. See them take dumps all over each other, and you hope that the animals don't hump each other while they're doing it. And then you got to explain that there's enough things in the world that we have to worry about without having kids to see. Yeah, I agree. It's an unorthodox place to do it, but the zoo is looking for any type of uh, of help uh, to to stay alive. So I, that's the only way I could say, I could look at it. Well, but for you to say you're disgusted by it, that that's a little bit too. Much. I don't think Jesus wanted you to be so, that way, Donnie. Come on. It pretty much would have been a dead issue. Yeah. On this whole drag show thing. Right. Until Jeff Graham oh, Jeff said Graham. on his show last week. Right. Now he must have been he must have only been saying this to me because I'm the only one that would probably care about this. Right. Well but he, he has a he has on an his radio yeah. station that it was against city code. Oh. And that the new code it would be against city code too. And I I couldn't believe it, hmm. Glenn. I couldn't believe it that I did not realize that this was a violation of adult use. Hmm. All right? right. So what I did is when Jeff said that, 
I went to the city's website and I looked into it. And of course, there it was. I found it. Right. 310-52.1. Right. And I was like, oh my goodness. No drag shows in the city of Watertown. Heary, heary, heary. Code 1405.6B. There shall be no men imitating women in fishnets. Heary, heary. There you go. Well, so when I went to City Hall on Monday, I brought that up. And then councilman only, you know, he said, well, if you don't like it, you can just leave. Well, if you don't like it, you right? can just and then, leave. And then he complained. Some of these, some of these men are actually very attractive. Another law that nobody is enforcing. Right. So he wants the, the city to ignore this law and enforce, you know, different laws. Hmm. All right. Well, so what, then Mayor Smith, right. at the very end, he got to speak and he directed Mr. Sly, the city's lawyer, right. and Mr. Mix to look into this because right. he, he defended our position that if you're going to be enforcing laws, you got to look at both sides. Hmm. So I do want to thank Mayor Smith for bringing that up to the, the lawyers. So where are we at with this? Is it going to happen or not? Or has it already happened? That's what I was confused earlier. So, yeah, so Mr. Sly is, uh, I believe, going to look into this and uh, report back to the mayor and council right. on his findings. Right. Um, right. It is. It's, it's a totally... Illegal. Okay, it's lewd and lascivious behavior. There you go. It can't be. That can't be going on in our city. Right. And if I see two, uh, you know, like uh, wolves up there humping each other, I'm going to protest the zoo from now on. I don't want to see that stuff. No, come Rude. on. That's not what's going on here. Let's talk about what's really going on here. Well, we did. You have. What's that? No, uh, we did. But I got. I got to get going because I think Joe's calling in on the other line. Okay, but, no problem. But Donnie, let's pick this up some other time. Let's for another yep. time. I didn't think we'd talk too much uh, on this. Hi, you're on the air. Joe don't know. Oh, it's not Joe. It's SG. It's SG. <laughs> it's, 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 it's our other um, attorney. That was a 21 and over show. If it was successful, they'll have it again. If it wasn't, they won't. By the way, did the sh- has the show already happened? That's my question. I guess I can't yeah, get I guess so. I just can't get a straight answer it. anymore. Was it a boy? Sorry. It, yeah, it, it happened. And it was twenty one and over. All right. So, I mean, so would you? No did, children. So now, SG is the neighborhood uh, 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 liberal. Excuse me for saying. Uh, and you, no. you didn't have a problem with this at all. Is that correct? No, no. I, 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 a, a drag show isn't a sex show. I don't know what these guys think happens. Well, I, it, again, it's a matter of opinion. Dolly Parton. It's a matter of opinion. It's a matter of opinion because difference. some and, of the and if people don't want to do it. Then it won't be a success, and they and they won't have it again. But you know, I mean, it, it, again, you know, it's it's you know, we, we know what a caricature is when an artist will draw us and drag show. Drag, from what I've seen before, it's over the top. It's big heels, big lashes, a lot of skin. A lot of these guys have gone through surgical well, it, stuff. It, 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 it is for, it is provocative. Really, really, it could it could be that, or it can be really, really authentic, so you can't tell the difference. You, oh, I, oh, no. SG. Let me tell you something. Uh, I mean, look at someone like RuPaul. I mean, physically, he is more physically fit than man or woman. I mean, he's sixty years old now. But a lot of these guys don't do this, uh, you know, looking like uh, fat Elvis. You know, they they really work work their bodies, and yeah, a lot yeah, of them yeah, no, and no. a lot of them get implants. So uh, you know, not for nothing. But uh, in the town of Watertown, yeah, this, and don't take this in the wrong way, ladies, but some of these guys look like really hot-looking women. But the question is, why would they do it at, a, at, at the zoo? I guess that's, what, that's why, because it's a city property. Donnie's up in arms about it. Why would they have it there is the question. 
<laughs> I don't know. I've heard three people upset with it. So I mean, like, yeah, one of them's Donnie, Jason, and the other guy. Uh, the same guys <laughs> that are protesting the bus. Up over what? What three people? If if all of Watertown was up in arms, they just wouldn't do it again. Well, but no, but if you heard what Donnie just said, no one knew that there was an actual code. See how see how Jeff is. He's such a provocateur. Yeah. But you know, he's the one that would go to this show, and at the like, same time, it tells that there's a code against it. What's that? But that's that's talking about strip shows. You know, a drag show is not a strip show in general. Can, there can be that type, but yeah. in general, it's not a strip show. I mean, it's it's a whole different thing. You know, I, well, let's just hope the, the zoo. Uh, that, but I just know capitalized on this and made a profit and uh, can pay some bills because, uh, you know, it, I, I don't see it as a problem. Uh, I, again, and like I said, the bar on Arsenal Street did it for years. Uh, the question here, it's on city property. There lies the difference. Uh, but to say it's disgusting is, is just overstated. There's no question about it. Right. And, and, and Donnie's afraid of a rainbow flag. So <laughs> Well, well, that's how it all began. That's how Donnie yeah, became I mean, Donnie. I mean, yeah, yeah, the I, legend. I don't understand it. it. Just live and let live. I, I don't understand. It all started with the flag. One day, this boy just came down to City Hall and says, I don't like that flag. He took it down and threw it in a box. And then from there, he became a legendary Donnie Flat Earth Donnie. <laughs> legendary Donnie. Yeah, he's just absolutely disgusted. I think you got a commercial to do, don't you, man? Yeah, I, I do. All right, thanks. That's, okay. uh, that's SG, uh, Attorney SG. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah, Glenn? Yes. Um... You were talking about people crossing the line. Yeah. Over, you know, swinging around. Yeah, what's what's that all about? I don't know, but I'll tell you. Do you believe in somebody that watches over you? Yeah, I do. Okay, so do I. This morning, early in the morning, yeah. I was going down Sherman Street, and I stopped at Paddock at the four-way, big four-way stop sign. Right. Nobody on the road but me at quarter to seven. Hmm. Usually you see that, and you go. Right. I started to move the car, and I'm not kidding you. Yeah. Something said, look to your left. I know that corner. I looked to my left. A guy blew through the sign 50 miles an hour. Wow. You would have been a, I would have been dead. I would have been dead. You would have been dead. He would have hit my door, and I've got a small SUV. He just, I'm not kidding you, Glenn, it came out of nowhere. Wow. And he had the pedal to the, or the metal to the pedal. Right. And... Right. I was going to go after him, then I said, you know what, that'll ruin my whole day. What kind of but, car? Just curious. It wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a 2010 uh, a Kia Soul by any chance, was it? No. Oh, okay, good. Just making <laughs> no, it sure. Was a, it was an SUV. Yeah. And what I could see, it looked like a young man. Yeah. I don't know if he was late for something he was or late. not. He was he late. He went through so fast. Right. If he would have hit me, if I wouldn't have looked to my left. You'd be dead. He was going that fast. Right. Probably from Massey Street, right, all the way up through. Which, which just goes to show the most dangerous situation you can get into is if you're coming up to a light that just turned green and you're you're on the move, <coughs> meaning that you're on the move <coughs> and that you have committed to go through an intersection. <coughs> so, but you came from a dead stop and you had the, you know, the, the the premonition at least to say, hey, let me look to my left. Coming from a dead stop, it could have been worse if you didn't think about it. But if you were moving, well, I, I you might been, be gone. I would have been dead. Yeah, no doubt about it. Doubt in my mind. He had a big, big SUV, and I got a little small one. Do you ever so hope? I would. Yeah. Do you ever hope that people m- knew that they made a mistake? That hopefully this is boy next time. Next time. I don't know. Late. When you're going at least fifty miles an hour, that ain't a mistake. Right. That's, That's over the speed limit thing. to begin with. So, yeah. Okay, go on. All right. Thanks. That's over the speed limit to begin with. 
look, we've all been late. You know, we don't want to hear from the boss that we late. You know, we have another excuse. Leave early. Oh, I got stuck behind someone. Um, but again, I, I, I opened up the show when I was talking about people crossing the line. We got Palmer Street over here. That's where Kentucky Fried Chicken is. Uh, and I, we, I've used that road. It's, I know that road like the back of my hand. I really do. I'm like uh, Johnny Ola. And I swear to God, there's a guy the other day driving and he, you know, with his head up his ass. And he decides to swing over into my lane so he can cut into the parking lot there where the, where the uh, liquor store is. And, he's, he, I, and a lot of people treat that Palmer Street as if it's just, just an entryway to either, the, either parking lot. That's either Kentucky Fried Chicken or, or Arsenal Street Liquors. And this has no reflection on those two businesses, by the way. But why would you drive your cars if you're driving an 18-wheel rig where you have to swing over? Do I have to assume you're going to that you, you you're making a right-hand turn? No signal, and it's it's you know you're going towards him and he's coming towards me, playing chicken for some reason, and he knew right away. I beeped at him, and and wor- what's worse, and not not that this is his fault, I have, you know, I drink uh, yeah. Corona Light in the bottles, and I and I they're still sitting in the back seat of my Kia, and they went flying all over the place, and I, that got me really pissed off because they came out of the bag. It's a mess. But I just don't understand why people don't know how to pivot in a vehicle getting into a parking spot or a parking lot like that. That's why I say I'm the world's greatest driver. I have eluded so many. Now, that gentleman that just called, I actually had an incident there that could have been a death, life or death situation right at that very corner. It's the four corners, Sherman Street and Paddock. <coughs> the light there. It's a rare light in that neighborhood, but it's, it's, been, it's been there forever. And, you know, Lundy's doing the whole rebuild over there. And I remember talking to a guy, he, 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 was, he rented a place, and I talked to him. He was a rap artist. And uh, we were talking at his house on Washington Street. And sure enough, five, ten minutes later, we both almost converged at that intersection. And if I had been in my car four seconds earlier, he would have ran into me. Because I witnessed him go through that very light on a dead red and not even thinking about stopping. And I said, geez, if I had gone on this road four seconds early, he would have T-boned me, dead. Ironically, the same guy that I was talking to literally five minutes earlier. i got to do the third break. We'll be back. This is Mario Frado, Republican for Congress, and I approve this. Good time of participating U.S. restaurants. All right, so someone texted me, and here's an idea for the zoo the next time. And this is from a, from a listener. Women should go up there. This is to the zoo. Women should go up to there in their panties next time and show up as drag queens. The zoo would make a lot of money. Well, yeah, that would be nice. But then Jeff would say, well, wait a minute. Uh, there's a code. Uh, we have to live by the law of the land. So uh, where's Bob Sly? 755-12. Yeah. All right, so there's an idea. I love ideas. We didn't talk to uh, Joe Stanley today. He might be out of town. Uh, we did talk to uh, Mario Frado. He's got his, uh, his uh, I was going to call it a frenzy. <laughs> He's got his rally tomorrow at 4 o'clock on Public Square. So we wish him well with that. It is, you know, he knows it better than anyone. That's going to be a, 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 a tall order there. That's not a, again, unless, you know, so let's just say uh, Claudia Tenney said, you know what, uh, Donald Trump is a maniac. You know, and we can't live by January 6th and the people that, you know, honor him as such. Therefore, uh, I uh, renounce Donald Trump. 
and his and the people that follow him. You know, right? You know, no, no doubt about it. Mario Frado would go straight to the front of the line. So that's what happened in Wyoming. She boasted. I'm talking about Liz uh, Cheney. She boasted how she won that same primary two years ago by 75 points. It's such a difference in the world since the man came down the escalator. Whether you lo- like him or not, most a lot of people just can't stand him. A lot of people would live with a lot of despair in the world, including $5 gas. It doesn't matter. As long as they can wake up knowing that that man's not their president. I, I, we've never seen it before. I don't think we'll ever see it again. But the new divide is here. It's always been here, by the way. I'm saying that the country has always been divided. We just didn't know it. We didn't know it until the last four, five, six years. And then COVID and uh, George Floyd really put us over the top. I don't know if we'll ever get out of this, folks. And, and, and all along, we've got to worry about the real enemy in the room. That's China. So we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here. Uh, and that's when I get legalized here. And that's when I say, AM 1240, WE10 Watertown makes this legal. And we'll see you tomorrow here on AM 1240. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. House hearings on January 6th won't pick up again until the fall. But when they do... Former Vice President Mike Pence says he'd consider talking to that panel. CBS's Linda Kenyon has details. Here's what he said when the question was posed. If there was an invitation to participate, I would consider it. During a politics and eggs event in Manchester, New Hampshire, Pence added any appearance would have to be in this context. Any invitation to be directed to me, I would have to reflect on the, the unique role that I was serving in as vice president. Keeping in mind. It would be unprecedented in history for a vice president to be summoned testify on Capitol Hill. The former vice president's role on January 6th was to certify the Electoral College vote, something former President Trump and his supporters had hoped to prevent. In Georgia, Trump's former attorney Rudy Giuliani testified about the election before a grand jury. Giuliani is among a group of 